Would you like to attach a face to that voice? When you subscribe to the Book Interrupted YouTube channel, you get to see everybody, as well as check out a bunch of extra Book Interrupted videos and music content. Visit the Book Interrupted YouTube channel to see what you've been missing. Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted. You can't just talk about, oh, another green smoothie and everything will be fine. Our partners might be nice at home, but you go out into the world and expectations as of the greater world is going to be different. And I'm allowed to learn in my own way and take away my own takeaways. And there's no set standard here. That conversation <laughs> took a weird turn. I blinked for a minute and I was like, wait, what? Mustache hair. So if The Onion had written a book about women's stress, this would have been the result. <laughs> my body has Disrupted mind, body, and soul. Inspiration is the goal. And we're gonna talk it out. On Book Interrupted. Welcome to Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions. Hi, I'm Sarah. I started Book Interrupted and asked the closest people to me to be part of it. First, I asked my sister. Hi, I'm Meredith, the sister. My first friend. Hi, I'm Kim, the first friend. My old roommate. Hi, I'm Lindsay, the old roommate. My high school friend. Hi, I'm Kara, the high school friend. My good friend and Kara's sister. That's me. Hi, I'm Leah, Sarah's friend, Kara's sister, and the final member of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to join along, this book cycle is from September 5th to October 16th. It's Kara's book pick, and we're reading Burnout by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. This groundbreaking book explains why women experience burnout differently than men and provides a simple, science-based plan to help women minimize stress, manage emotions, and live a more joyful life. Published in 2019, Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle by Emily Nagoski and Amelia Nagoski was a New York Times bestseller and named one of the best books of the year by Book Riot. Emily Nagoski is a sex educator and an award-winning author of the New York Times bestseller, Come As You Are, The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life. She has an MS in counseling and a PhD in health behavior, and she travels around the world training therapists, medical professionals, college students, and the general public about the science of women's sexual well-being. Amelia Nagoski holds a Doctorate of Musical Arts in conducting from the University of Connecticut. She was also an associate professor and coordinator of music at Western New England University. They both also host the Feminist Survival Project 2020, a podcast for feminists who feel overwhelmed and exhausted by everything they need to get done and still worry that they're not doing enough. All right, so it's personal journal time. Let's see what the members of Book Interrupted thought outside the group. Yippee Skippy, it's my book pick. Woohoo! Hello, it is Kara, and we get to talk about 
about the book that I selected for season two. What is that book? That book is Burnout, How to Complete the Stress Cycle by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. Been waiting a long time to read this book. How long have I been waiting? I have been waiting since I listened to the podcast episode from Brene Brown's Unlocking Us when she had Emily and Amelia as co-hosts that she was interviewing them about their book Burnout. And holy cow, it was a great podcast episode. I think I listened to it about four or five times. I'm still not sure why I listened to it so much. Was it so that I could help retain some of the great information and tools that they were sharing, the insights? Or did I listen to it so much because there was a part of me that felt like it was being heard and better understood? Part of my history is that I have felt a lot of shame around being a kinesthetic learner, around having ADD symptoms, which means sometimes there's moments where it's really challenging to sit still and just like sit and look at something and read it and not have any movement that goes along with that learning. I really, really benefit from and excel in experiential learning, but have spent a good chunk of my life feeling like I wasn't intelligent. And because I wasn't intelligent, I didn't have as much worth as perhaps other individuals who scholastically were able to nail it on IQ tests or regurgitate the information that they had literally just like glanced over. And this podcast episode really spoke to, for whatever reason, the part of me that really recognizes how important our physical bodies are. I am a huge believer that we are spiritual beings in physical form and along with that that we are emotional beings and that emotions are energy and sometimes that energy needs to get expressed and not kept within us through my own personal experiences as well as occupational experiences with some of my clients and along with just being friends and family members with individuals who Sometimes when it comes to negative emotions, it is not comfortable, nor is it easy to process them, to admit that they're there, to just be able to hold them, and to see how these ladies really emphasized getting the body involved as one of the best practices that we can do for ourselves. In fact, they really, really highlighted, I would say that this book pairs really nicely actually with my sister's book pick, which was earlier in the season, What Happened to You by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey. From what I have read about the book, as well as from what I listened to on that podcast episode, I would say that those two books pair really, really nicely with each other in the sense that they, for the most part, talk a lot about the theme of regulation. What is regulation? It is really just getting emotionally balanced, a little bit more regulated. It's when we are not in the fight or flight or flee or fawn or freeze, whatever terminology you like to use to describe those triggers, that stress cycle. 
I just really loved how these ladies were like, wow, the body and movement has a place. Because what I have been toying around with for a while now as I do my therapy and training is I'm already beginning to recognize that as much as I have had tons of help from talk therapy and I can see the benefits from it with my clients as well as with coaching, it's always helpful to have those deep, meaningful conversations, just having white space for us to process and find and understand ourselves a bit more. The missing component, at least for me, is that we have to get our bodies involved. So I can't wait to learn more about this. Yeah, like I said, my own experiences and with others in my life, how sometimes we can get just totally exhausted or just feel so achy and painy in our body, but that perhaps that could just be related to us not completing a stress cycle. I can't wait. It's going to be great. And I can't wait to keep you guys updated as I continue to read this book and learn more. Okay. Burnout. This is my first personal journal. So I've read the introduction and the first chapter, and I think I'm really going to like this book. This authors, there's two, they're sisters. I really like their sense of humor. They're so funny. And already I, I think I'm really going to enjoy it. I thought it was going to be just like another wellness book about how to not be stressed out and you know and they joke about that they joke about the books that are on the market right now and some of the things they say is we'll tell you how to actually have wellness in your real life and then another like green smoothie isn't gonna solve everything another thing they say in the book that I thought was so great human giver syndrome which I think is so funny I was just actually talking to a bunch of girlfriends recently about this and we're all just kind of complaining a bit, like how it's completely unfair that these kind of responsibilities just kind of fall on women. I'm not blame, we're not blaming our husbands because it's just unspoken. And I have a wonderful husband that if I ask him to help out with something, he will. But the point is, is that it's not an automatic. It's an, almost an assumption within the patriarchy. There's things that women are supposed to do, smiling and not complaining, and things that men are supposed to do, and they're much less. Anyway, so I really, really like it. <laughs> One of the things I see of the human giver syndrome is be pretty, happy, kind, generous, and attentive to the needs of others at all times. <laughs> and that's pretty much sums it up. That's how I feel sometimes with, you know, my kids and my family and work and keeping all the, you know, smile and try to be pleasant, even though inside you might be like, screaming your face off and it also says that self-preservation is selfish which I feel like that's the kind of message I got growing up I mean I mentally have overcome that but that definitely is something that's like a little negative person on my shoulder whenever I do something it's like oh you're being selfish I have to talk myself out of it I'm not being selfish you know put your oxygen mask on first but I like how they're basically say in this book they're going to teach you how to actually do that in real life mentioning things like the patriarchy how do you do that in your real life when you live within a patriarchy so i'm really looking forward to this book i can't wait to read it and i thought it was going to be kind of just one of those like oh do deep breathing and everything will be okay or just little tips but it seems like this book is going to be funny and light and hilarious and will actually give me some good tips for being less stressed out Looking forward to it. Thanks, Kara.
Okay, the next book up is Kara's book pick, Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. This is totally a Kara book, but I also think that a lot of readers are going to be looking forward to this because, I mean, who doesn't feel burnt out these days, you know? There's just so much going on, you know, work demands more of you and, I don't know, maybe society demands more of you. Everybody's got to be fit and eating healthy and working and doing family things and self-care and taking care of the friends and their families. I don't know. So this book, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure it has something in here that is going to be helpful, but I also see that there are worksheets. I think it's ironic, isn't it funny, that a book called Burnout has worksheets so more work so that you're less burnt out, but I get it. I mean, your audience probably would love it. You know, the people who are burnt out, who are the ones who are doing it, they're killing it, they're doing everything. They take it on too much and they're feeling burnt out. So, but it just seems funny to stack another thing on top. You're burnt out, read this book, and here's some homework as well. I'm not saying the homework doesn't help. I'm just saying it's kind of funny. Maybe it's very, you know, good for the audience. Maybe it's just perfect. That's what the audience wants. So I was kind of worried. I thought this book was coming after talking to strangers. Then I was kind of thinking like, wow, this is a really tough start to the year with, you know, with the trauma and the talking to strangers, which has some trauma stuff in it. And then burnout, which is, you know, maybe an intense book because of the worksheets. <laughs> but no, my book's next about birds you'll be listening to this in the future, so that doesn't seem to make sense. But here I am recording my first personal journal before I've read what the Robin knows. So, um, you know, just pretend like you went back in time. <laughs> yeah, it's not a very long book. Uh, maybe the worksheets makes it longer, but I am looking forward to it. I mean, who's not stressed out, right? So, but look at this. It's got lots of notes in the back and lots of references. That I like. Any book that's heavily referenced, I mean, sometimes I check references. I'm not going to check all these references, but maybe they're good, maybe they're not. But the fact that they've done some research, I appreciate that. So it's not just opinion. There's probably some opinion in it, but uh, doesn't every book have that? You know, sometimes when we're doing book interrupted stuff and we've got, you know, the rest of our lives going on as well, I think every member in this group at some point has felt maybe a little bit of burnout. I'm not sure of everybody, but I think we've each kind of had our turn. We're feeling a little bit overwhelmed because other things going on in our lives. So maybe this will help us in Book Interrupted too. Who knows? Damn it. I just recorded my PJ1 for burnout. And then I realized, oh, I have to make a video to go with that audio. So take two. Let me see. How do I feel about this book? What did I say in the first recording? What I said was in true Kim fashion... My experience with this book so far is that first, okay, first we got it on our book list for the podcast and I was like, maybe, maybe not, whatever. It's not something normally I would choose for myself and maybe I would read it if someone recommended it or, you know, if it was in the podcast, right? So uh, without some kind of outside force, it's not something that I would move toward naturally. Now, with that being said, in true compassion, someone somewhere said something about this book and I recognized it from our uh, to read list. So then I was kind of excited because whoever said it was someone that, I don't know, I must put some weight in what they say. I like, I literally have no other information than the fact that 
I know that I recognize the book from some other source saying something about it and me being like, oh, we're going to read that. So that's good. This, this book is probably going to be good. I guess what the, the meaning behind someone somewhere saying something about it was that like, oh, this isn't just a, an unknown book that one person was interested in. This is actually a, like a well-known book that may have a larger purpose than just one person's interest. I don't know. I'm kind of getting off track and not really saying what I want to say, how I want to say it. My point is that I find it humorous that I don't remember anything. <laughs> What's with this amnesia? Uh, but I, well, I remember things, but not anything that matters, right? Like someone somewhere said something. Oh, great. That's really valuable information, Kim. Anyway, it remains that that is true. And someone somewhere did say something about burnout. And that thing that they said, which I cannot remember, definitely made me feel a little more excited to read the book. So there. Hi, this is my personal journal for Burnt Out by Emily Nagosaki. Nagoski. Naguski. Sorry. And Amelia Naguski. These are I believe twin sisters. I, I listened to an interview on a podcast with them and I believe they're twin sisters and they have quite an interesting story. So I believe that was on Armchair Expert if you want to check it out. And I really am enjoying it so far. I'm only a little, little baby bit in. Just started the first chapter. Just finished the intro, introduction. And I'm really enjoying it so far. The tone of the book is light, even though it's packed with some great scientific information. I think I'm going to really like it. I think it's going to be very useful for me right now. It's kind of self-helpy, but I could use some self-help. So that's great news. I earmarked a little spot just in the introduction on page 19 about this study that's kind of a silly study that they did to scientists about a cartoon mouse and it's either chasing a reward, which was cartoon cheese, or fleeing from a cartoon owl that was a predator, and they have to make it through this maze. It doesn't seem particularly scientific, but I guess it was a, a scientific study. And I completely got this one wrong. In my mind, I thought, oh, well, they'll complete the maze faster when running away from the owl. But in fact, they were more successful when they were running towards the cartoon cheese and to me that doesn't make perfect sense which kind of is a reflection of maybe hmm, a thought I should really think about my state and how I move forward the particular quote that kind of interested me was the moral of the story is we thrive when we have a positive goal to move towards not just a negative state we're trying to move away from. I certainly spent a lot of time trying to move away from negative states. So that kind of was like, oh gosh, what, what does that say about me? What does that reflect where I am that I am moving away from feelings or negative states or emotions or in my case, emotions. I'm sure in some people it actually really is a threat of some regards. And I just thought that was kind of interesting. It made me think. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to reading it. And I can't wait. I'm really happy to be happy. <laughs> Bye. Okay, I'm going to make this short and sweet because I think I might be late for our group discussion that I was supposed to have finished reading part of this book or at least started reading it so that I have something to say. I did kind of look up a few things. 
I just want to stay off the bat. I am dreading reading this book. Oh my goodness. I know I talk about how I hate self-help, but I was like, you know what? It's fine. Like some of the self-help books, I was like, okay, yeah. Like I learned some things from it. Ugh, but this one just, I don't, I'm having this like guttural, visceral reaction about not wanting to read it. And even when I picked it up and started reading some of it, I was like, oh no, 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 no. Anyways. I don't know. So I did start, I did do a little research. They seem like really great. They're twins, the authors. So Emily and Amelia are the sisters. And one of them, I think, is a conductor and a music teacher. And the other one is a professor. And then the other one is a scientist, I believe. Oh, gosh, don't quote me on it. I guess that you are quoting me on it because I'm online. Oh, gosh. But so I, I'm hoping there's some like real scientific depth in this which would be great. Oh, why are you making me do this, Kara? No, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm trying to keep an open mind. I, I don't think I've very rarely felt so like not wanting to do something. And I just don't want to read this book, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to keep an open mind. It's got to be something in my, I don't know, past or something that's, that's making me feel this way about self-help. This is something to like delve into self-help wise to figure out why I hate self-help so much. Okay, keeping an open mind. This interruption is brought to you by Unpublished. Do you want to know more about the members and in Book Interrupted? Go behind the scenes? Visit our website at www.bookinterrupted.com. Book Interrupted. Okay. I am recording my interruption that is on my mind right now. This week, I will be attending a very good friend of mine's bachelorette party. And I have to tell you that I am a little anxious. There's going to be adult entertainment there for the bride-to-be which of course we'll all be part of too, but I'm not sure how much entertainment of the adult persuasion I really want near me, if you know what I'm saying. So I don't mind watching her enjoy, but if any, you know, I don't know how to say this in a way that is sensitive to the listener, but I don't want anything swinging my way, if you catch my drift. Book interrupted. Let's listen in to this episode's group discussion. What is the full title? Burnout, the secrets to unlocking, let me the, find it here, the, the stress, stress cycle. cycle. Okay. Yeah, the secret to unlocking the stress cycle. Uh, There's just the one. Secret. There's only one? It's not the secrets? The secret. Okay. Hello. We are going to be looking at burnout, the secret to unlocking the stress cycle by Amelia... Nagoski and Emily Nagoski. Nice. Nice. Another set of sisters. Another set of sisters. All right. So why did you pick this book? I chose this book because at some point last year, I was listening to a podcast. I believe it may have been on the Brene Brown Unlocking Us podcast. Apologies if I've got this wrong. And on one episode, she had these two lovely guests. They were sisters, Amelia and Emily Nagoski. 
it was a great conversation to listen to on a podcast episode. And what I really enjoyed was how the sisters interacted with each other. I was like, oh, here's some women that do some real talk where they can be silly, but also serious. So I found that really attractive. But then what they were talking about is what ultimately lured me in because I am endlessly fascinated by this idea of, you know, there is such a craze for self-help or healing or get into therapy or whatever. And I'm much more of a believer of do what works for you. And one of the ways that trying to bring forth my best self, what works for me is really getting my body involved and my voice, even though it's ironic that I'm studying to become a psychotherapist There's a much bigger part of me that believes it doesn't have to be like so academic or such a pathology that humans can just be humans. And wouldn't it be natural and normal that sometimes you got to work things out of your system, very much like how an animal does. If you observe animals, at least from the human eye, they don't seem to walk around like they're carrying grudges against people. They just seem to like live in the moment. And if they have a thing, like if they go through a shocking experience, they just shake it off and then they're back in the game. So that's what I really appreciated. But I was like, I want to read their book. And that's how I got there is I was just so fascinated by how can we use our voice and our bodies in motion as ways of supporting ourselves. Cool. I read the introduction and a little bit of the first chapter. And I really like their sense of humor so much. It's fun. Like I thought it was going to be another self-help book about wellness like meditate and do all these things yeah but they basically said it isn't that isn't helpful and you're not painting the picture of wellness without mentioning the patriarchy they're like we have to at least mention the patriarchy <laughs> like you can't just talk about oh another green smoothie and everything will be fine yeah yeah, yeah. so I really yeah. liked how they they're made a just joke so that. real yeah, yeah I really liked that I was like okay this might be fun and And I was just recently talking to friends here just about that, about how it kind of is unfair that there's like this unspoken rule that different tasks are our tasks. Mm -hmm. We're all saying like, we have lovely husbands and we can, oh, actually the one lady is like, I can ask my husband to do something. And sometimes he just says, no, (laughs) no. If I ask my husband, if he can help out, he says, sure. And he does it. But the point is, and this is what this other woman was saying too, The point is, is that I shouldn't have to ask. It shouldn't just automatically be I cleaning up or I'm doing these tasks. It's that we all do these tasks because we all live here. Like, why do I have to go grocery shopping or whatever it was? And also to your point, everyone's got great partners and that's wonderful. And our partners might be nice at home, but you go out into the world and expectations of the greater world is going to be different, right? If you go to work and you're having a bad day and you're not smiling, somebody's going to comment about it, probably. But if you're a man and you're not smiling, oh yeah, that guy just doesn't smile. You're like, oh, is that okay then? We don't have to smile? Well, we do whatever it is we're doing, right? Yeah, and that's the extra stress. Even in your home life, it might be nice and and equal in everything. But outside, the expectation might be that you don't leave the house with a, a dark mustache, for example. Yeah. If I find dark mustache hair, I talked to my husband. I said, Hey, you're supposed to let me know that I have mustache or beard stuff coming in. He's like, I think you look beautiful all the time. I was like, yeah, but I don't want to go out with a mustache. 
right? And it's, I'm not looking at my face, but it's because people who are looking at my face are going to treat me maybe differently when I have the mustache. But it's unfortunate because that should be something I have to worry about. And it's not if I'm wearing a mask. That was the nice thing about masks. You didn't have to worry. Wasn't it? But it was a funny, it, that conversation <laughs> took a weird turn. I blinked for a minute and I was like, wait, what? Mustache hair. I've been getting this yeah. long chin hair that's like dark that comes out. Well, if you want to rock it, just rock it. Yeah. And I only notice it when it's really long. And I'm just like, how long has that been there? Like, I know. Why don't you notice it when it's in its beginning growth phases? You only catch them. Because my eyesight is getting worse. You only catch them when they're clawing out at you. That's no, great. it all because it's a hormone. It's all in one night. It's happening. It's going. Zoop. Oh, I see it. Is that oh, why? Yeah, I it's not an eyesight thing. I have 2020 vision. Oh, I thought no, it's the glasses thing it. too. I was like, oh, I never see them until they're like long, and I'm like, oh, oh. great. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's just happening wow. all at once. I read part of the intro as well. Before I read the intro, I was like, oh, I don't know about this book, and I flipped through it, and I was like, worksheets. Really? On, on a book about burnout? Isn't that kind of against the point? I don't need more work if I'm burnt out. <laughs> that was my first reaction. I was also like, Kara would love these worksheets. Of course, Kara picked this book. That's I what I totally thought. totally love them. <laughs> but I like that they're not like, you must use these or you will be unhealthy and unbalanced. It was If they're supportive, right. go for it. I haven't got to the worksheets, but then I started reading the intro and I was oh, okay. Okay, yeah. we're type A and you're obviously type A because you bought the book. So we're going to give you these worksheets they have to work through to solve your burnout. But they don't do that. They just say, that's not what yeah. it's about, which is nice. So I appreciate that. I've been drawn in. I will read the book. At first I was, oh, I don't know about this book. I'm not doing worksheets. That was my first reaction. But now sure. my second reaction is like, yeah, I can read this book. Well, I like their written voice, which is nice. They're so funny yeah. and light. I really like them. Yeah. What did you think about the science part, Mayor? Like you did read the intro too, because they made a little thing about the science. Let me tell yeah. you a little bit about science. So we're going to use some science and these are the different types of science we're going to use. But this is what you should know about science. I appreciate like, that because some people are like, there was a study and that is the end, right? And so I think that's one of the reasons people don't trust science. They're like, but the science said something last year. You're like, well, that's not really the nature of science. They did mention the patriarchy. Some of the studies, the scientists' biases are in their work whether they want it to be or not you know they, they can work towards it not being but it is yes yeah, so it was nice that they preface that for people who see science as a separate thing that they're not really sure how that all comes together mm -hmm. it's either right or wrong and i like how they say science is not an exact science so yes that's yeah. what they yeah. say and then they say that they don't use anything that's like a new study they use things that are proven by many different studies and yeah, and that science is an exact science and there's always studies going on. And even if they say something that happened in the study, every individual woman who's reading this book might be different, might not even apply to you whatsoever because every woman's different. Yeah. I really like all those things they like front loaded in the book before reading it because it disarmed me immediately. Everything they said, everything that I might be like, okay, this is going to be work or another thing on meditation or another green smoothie or all the things or even the science it was just disarm 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 I found the same way I found that they whether they were cognizant of it or not in the writing process what came across was them making several attempts at saying and we're not the grand hierarchical expert like I just I appreciated that I was like okay great we're just gonna learn together 
and I'm allowed to learn in my own way and take away my own takeaways and there's no set standard here. Has anyone I, else started it on Audible book as well? Or audiobook rather? I don't think I like audiobooks. I love audiobooks. No. I'm very I'm particular about the voice and the voice is wrong. I'm just like... Yeah, I'm doing both the book. Like I've only gotten to the introduction, but... I like my own voice. Thanks. Yeah. Is it good? Is the... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they have a nice voice. Is it their voice? And they have they both narrate and they they must be twins because their voices are the exact same. They do? Voice. Yeah, they do. Oh, I like that. Oh, I might get the audiobook to listen to them because yeah. I like yeah, it's good. the sound of their voice reading voice mm. when I'm reading it. So yeah. I wonder Yeah. I wish I all authors would do their own audio. I mean, as long as they can read aloud, I guess, but mm-hmm. it, because I think something comes through when it's the own author reading it. Their true meaning Sometimes it's hard to put your true meaning into words. So yeah. mm-hmm. I think it depends. Like I recently read a book. I love this series. There's this character named Angus that's Scottish in it. And I read the actual books, the first two and the third book. I got an audiobook because I didn't want to wait till I came to Canada. And it's a Canadian author, Terry something. I'll look it up for the show notes. And he tries to do a Scottish accent in it for the Scottish character. And he didn't nail it. Oh. I had to get over that while I was in the audiobook because I love the series of books so much that it took me a while to be like, oh, again, <laughs> not a great Scottish accent <laughs> for Angus. <laughs> yeah, that would be so annoying. Just don't do the accent yeah. if you can't do the accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. I've never listened to an audiobook, by the way. I don't know if really? I've ever told you admitted that on here, but no way. Oh, you should try one. Maybe for this one, because you're not particularly am I right in thinking you're not particularly enthusiastic about this one? I am not enthusiastic at all about this book. Sorry, Kara. Don't at I... all. Then try it. You can sign into my Audible account if you want and use mine. Yeah. Or sign into mine, yeah. So you don't have to buy it. Okay, maybe. I'll, t- I'll talk to you and see. Your library might have something. Like, I can get audiobooks through my library. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. So I very, very rarely have such a visceral reaction to not wanting to read a book. <laughs> and I just like, oh my God, I don't want to read this. So I thought, okay, I'll do some research. I like what the two people, like what they do. I think one of them's a music professor and a conductor yeah. or something. And the other one's mm-hmm. a scientist. But I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll go on to Goodreads because it's got really good reviews. Like maybe people will say some good things about it. And then I started reading and there's all these really bad <laughs> reviews. No, and I have no. to tell you this one thing. It says, hold on. <laughs> this reads like the worst cliche of the genre. If the onion, which is a, a satirical newspaper kind of news outlet in which they do you know, funny things. So if The Onion had written a book about women's stress, this would have been the result. <laughs> so oh, I no. Pretty, I love pretty how you're cute. trying so hard. You're like, okay, maybe there's good reviews. And then you no, go, this wait. is furthering <laughs> you into your original position. You're like, oh, I know. Hi. I was like, this oh, makes you want goodness. to read it more now. I love The Onion. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I just, I started reading it and I was like, oh, I know you guys like that tone. I'm like, oh no. Oh my God, no. I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to try, I'm trying to get over, like I have a aversion to self-help anyways, but yeah, <laughs> like, it's just. Get over the implication I, that you need to change yeah. and that something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like the, the idea it. that like, you need help. You're like, I'm doing fine. We're going to send you a, a Reiki session to remove that block. Yes. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm like, on it. 
Yeah. Sarah, get that girl on the phone. <laughs> okay, great. I'd say it's the most unself-help-esque type of self-help book in that, okay, you know how the way Karma Brown in 4% Fix, yes. she was very good about not being like, and I know everything, and you just need to do this, this, and this. Yes. Take my advice. Don't take my advice. Here's some case studies. There was a sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of similar-esque to that in that. Yeah, I liked her book. They're just like, do what works for you. Okay. If scientific backing is helpful, here you go. If a case study is helpful, here you go. And you decide. They do, in my opinion, say patriarchy an awful lot. An awful, (laughs) awful lot. But... That bothers me too. I don't know. I was kind of okay with that they took such a systems perspective that it wasn't so on you, the individual, and that's why things aren't working out for you. Like you just need to work harder at it. So I appreciated that, even though the word patriarchy was way overused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that either. I know you guys are saying about the patriarchy and this is why, but I don't know. I feel like that's, it's true, but it's also a bit of a cop-out in my mind a little bit. Well, I mean, also the patriarchy has two sides too. It's not just more stressful for women. It's more stressful for men too, right? There's expectations mm-hmm. on both sides. Mm-hmm. The, this is the, one of the reasons the self-help thing, because the first page is like praise for burnout. Burnout is the gold standard of self-help books. That's the first line I read when I opened the thing and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so, oh man. Oh. Okay. I'm going to give it a go anyways, for sure. I, I'm an idiot for... It's just funny. It totally backfired, right? Totally did. A, I shouldn't have looked up reviews. I love it so much. I know. I was like, if The Onion wrote this... Oh, there were some scathing reviews on there. If you yeah. want to read what after you've read the book. Yeah, but yeah. Like, some of them were good, but some of them are like one star, you know... I don't know. It was, they were pretty bad. But then I got into wow. the reading the reviews because they're funny when people really like hate a book because they get so passionate about it. And then they say things like that that are funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode, please go to our YouTube channel, Book Interrupted. You can also find our videos on www.bookinterrupted.com. Hi. This is Leah from Book Interrupted. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you'd like to learn more about us, the Book Interrupted members, or check out our swag, or anything at all, go to www.bookinterrupted.com. We'd love to get to know you, and you could even be a guest on one of our fan episodes, or choose one of the books in our book cycle. So please check us out and keep listening. Moments you can look forward to on next week's Book Interrupted. Also, you could say it comes across, I think, energetically a little male. Mm. And I don't think that in a bad way. I would personally feel ashamed if somebody lied to me about the time. If you're suffering from burnout, you likely have a deficit in social connection. I wouldn't consider myself a giver. There's a hierarchy for my conflict avoiding. And I never want to be in a fight with my husband. Ever. Like, that's the top. Not listening. Yeah. Can't hear you. Yeah, it does kind of sound like a shut up statement. Book interrupted. Never forget, every child matters.